Keep telling me how my belly is all about the place now, but it's still, it's still big for all Good things it. need proper shelter. This is an old plan. This need air and sunlight. So I can drive past Kentucky. I keep you head straight. Listen, Imagine you at sign up, we'll take you to Kentucky. Wouldn't need to eat that. Did you? You're <laughs> <laughs> Welcome me, welcome you, back to another episode of Hashtag Balance, a podcast about navigating the scam that is adulting as a 30 adjacent year old woman living in the Caribbean, trying to find the balance between righteous and ratchet because duality is a thing. That's nameless. Papi Robbie Niles in the studio. And me is season two. Oh. I wanted to sing for you. I wanted to give you guys a melody. You coming for your heart? I've been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step two, step two. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> peaky, 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 peaky. Uh, uh. <laughs> I know it's been really long, but <laughs> we are back. And I'm excited. So excited. Oh. This week's plug is me, cause goddammit, I work really fucking hard and I deserve shout out to me, shout out to everybody. I had fun. <laughs> oh. I don't like to hear myself, Robbie. Oh wow, the disrespect. <laughs> and I heard him loud and clear. <laughs> oh my god. But yes, um, if you are hearing chuckles in the background, that is our studio guest. Today, we have Senator Bob, a.k.a. Pam. Hi. <laughs> what is this? What is this telephone? <laughs> and that other voice you are hearing is Nicholas, a.k.a. Thickelus. He <laughs> is our guest today. And we have something exciting and wonderful for you guys. So let's start off with how were you guys' weeks. Maybe, maybe it was pretty good. You um, got to talk a little harder. Talking, yeah, talking, talking, talking to Mike. Talking yeah, to Mike. talking to the mic. <laughs> Movie was pretty good. Um, yeah, it had a pretty quick bite holiday. Usually, I I don't do anything. I'm old as shit now, so I don't, <laughs> I don't really do anything but sleep and work. So yeah, it and was, that is what we're here to discuss today. Actually, uh, some works. That's about it. Yeah. Pam, tell us. Well, it was Pam's birthday. Birthday, <laughs> birthday. Thank well, you. And I turned old as fuck. <laughs> Uh, everything hurts. But I had a great weekend. Oh, your body was hurting you? I still in pain. Your knees hurting? Everything hurting. Yeah, my knees was hurting too. <laughs> I met in the gym this morning and I did step up. So I said, oh. <laughs> I this, have a band the gym site. I was like, this did not hurt the last time I did step up. You're going to know it like you because it was supposed to get good your gym tonight, but... Oh, it, it I appreciate it so much because we know that we works on the body. We, we have to look good for the horse. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it so much. But yes, we threw Pam a surprise-ish. It was a demi-surprise. It was supposed to be a surprise. I can't help myself. I have to know things. No, we, we well, we create, we curated everything. And then we got a mix from the one and only level vibes. We sent it to her and was just like, listen to this. And this fool, this fool was in the chat. Who's this pie? <laughs> that burn on my birthday. That know that, all my friends. That know my friends. I'm having a party. Shit real wrong. 
Oh, she want to have a party with my friends on my birthday. And we were just like, all right, we can get you two minutes. <laughs> we to get you two. Yeah. And then you know what she did? She started to cry. My prayers in the tears. She's you're having a party for me. <laughs> you have me. It's for me. I am the Pam. The Pam is you. The, the Pam, Pam is I. The Pam was her. So we had a blast. This was on Saturday night. And yeah. then we did, um, yes, a, a mini plug could be Sea Breeze because they had a blast. Oh, yeah, we got a blast. We do. It's a breeze ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing their staycation day pass rate thingamajigs. And we did that. And literally from the time we got there to the time we left, I have never eaten Mm-mm. like that in my entire life. I drank all the drinks. My, my manager at work, she had her honeymoon there because it was, this was before COVID, but she said it was pretty good. It is. You usually hear people say, and I went there for lunch last year with my team. Was, I've yeah, never been. It was pretty good. And it was just like, look at all of the niggas. Because mm-hmm. there were a lot of people, and niggas meaning Bajans, local. Bajans. I was like, I was like, but look at this, this is lovely I, I to know, see I, you I guys supporting. About, I don't know how we feel about the, the hotels don't want to give uh, staycation rates and that's all right, but that's a topic for another day. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. No, no, the caucus people, they come in, they, they want our dollars, but... They I may them. sprinkle some of you places. Where? If you don't want my nigga dollars before you can't have them mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take mm-hmm. it for free. Mm-hmm. You're right. If for, if for, for the free, sure. The gratis. The gratis, <laughs> yes. But otherwise, I'm going to need you to, you know, Bag leave me up. alone. Leave me alone. But yes, we're going to go straight into our scene on ours, or should we do rapid fire first? I'll see you on ours. Speaking of nigga dollars, we are going to go straight into our scene on owls. These light up dollars. Talk Mm. to me. Talk to me. They're just looking at me. (laughs) The Central Bank of Barbados has said that they're going to, what is it? Give us some light up dollars yes. to commemorate and honor the essential worker, workers yes. for their hard work. That is what Anime said. And I would like somebody to hold my hand and walk me through how is it honoring them? Because I feel like if I put my life at risk and I went to work every day during a panoramic and <laughs> and you have not given me hazard pay. You haven't even bought me some shoes. I mean, I can't people get paid on time. Can't, please. Some of, them, some, some of them get paid. Probably not. So that's what I mean. Like, you're doing all these things, and then you were like, you know what I could do? First, I'm going to beat some pots and pans. I'm going to clap with some spoons. Right? Because you need to hear the cheering. Like, if you could fucking hear that in the hospital, because, I mean, no, there's a quiet zone, so like, you, you still can't do it anyway. <laughs> And then at some point, who all out there? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> exactly. So how am I going to hear all of this appreciation? I'm going to have to go on social media and look at it. And then, well, you might feel good and you might feel a little warmth in your heart. The best place to feel warmth is in your bank account. And you know what was happening there? Nothing. nothing. A whole lot of nothing. So then here comes the government saying, you know what? I'm going to do better than that. I'm going to give you all a limited edition dollar coin. You that can purchase. L- that you could purchase <laughs> that lights up in the dark. All right. The concept is cute. If they had left off the, are you going to honor the, the essential, the essential workers? workers? I'd be like, all right, yeah, cool. 
Do it for Ben 54 and call it Wally yeah, instead yeah, of telling yeah, me it for Exactly. So it's just like you spitting in their face because how are they benefiting from it? So first thing, how much the dollar cost? A dollar. Nah, they how much the dollar cost? I don't know because I didn't really look into it because I don't care. But I feel <laughs> like... <laughs> but I feel like unless you're putting some of those dollar coins in these super bank accounts... Mm-hmm. But then how? Because I feel like if you're making the dollar... If a dollar's value is a dollar and you're going to make it globally, then that's like a dollar twenty-five. So unless you're selling the globe dollar for $2 and then you're using the proceeds or the profits to then put into the pockets of essential workers, then really and truly, you, this is you just pomp and circumstance. But who is essential? Let me talk about me. that. Me. I went to <laughs> because work. I was at work every day. <laughs> Even the days when the country was supposed to be shut. I was at you were, work. And I was at home. I was working from home. But I got my money on time and in full. I, I, can't, I can't complain. But the point is, so I mean, yes, essential workers. But you get hazard pay? I did. Oh, but then this is not for you. Is it, uh, the dollar's in for you. The dollar's in for you. <laughs> but okay, fine. But what about the gas station workers that was at work every day too? What about the supermarket That's figure, cashier that was breaking the net and I get laid off because the supermarket said, well, who we said got, who said that? What are you talking about? Supermarkets were laying off their workers. Who said that? Mm-hmm. How? Mm-hmm. The supermarket? The, the, mm-hmm. They laid them off or they wanted to lay them off? Because the article that yeah. I saw, they were saying that they were getting ready to lay them off. <clears throat> but they wanted to. We ain't to. got the supermarket yet. Well, I spoke with someone that works in the supermarket sector. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that people are thinking because the lines were long that they made money. But... Think about the amount of people that actually got into the supermarket. So let me say 100 people went to the supermarket and then they had the, the panoramic, as you call it. Mm-hmm. Not me gonna. <laughs> <laughs> 20 people <clears throat> actually got into the supermarket during that actually busy time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they were having problems stocking the shelves and that sort of thing. So they say when, they re- when you really think about it, mm-hmm. they may really make the money. That, th- this is their reason. That's reasoning. what they said. I would I'm have to see the tell you that's a lie. I would have to see My the books. My insider info tells me differently, but I... I would have to see the books. But yeah, because even because when I listen to... Even I feel like that lot don't last all of a month. Mm-hmm. And then after that, as I tell you, niggas be in the supermarket. And no matter what time I go to the supermarket, mm-hmm. bitches be in popular. I know that popular can send home anybody. If mm-hmm. popular send home anybody, we have to burn tires in the streets. <laughs> because if it's somebody that did well, it was them. I, I, again, sure how old it is. No, I know that working from home as listening to Don't Her Brass Socks. No. I, I, my yeah. fave. Oh, you old. Oh. I, old, old. My fave. That's, that's something you know, I'm pushing on her 20 boys. You have a radio. <laughs> I have a radio. You're pushing on her what? 20. At his 20s. In my 20s. Not that he's 20 years old. You know, I don't talk to people down there. <laughs> <laughs> I am 20. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Um, but yeah, so people got, um, on Brassens, they were saying that the supermarket sector was actually the only one that made money. Made money. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, they were saying, like I said, they actually spoke to two people if they in made the sector money, and they said then, that they didn't. So. I mean, I would tell the radio that I am making money though. It's true. Because then we won't send people. Come and look at exactly. me as a pr- People definitely use the opportunity to decide to lay off staff that they, they wanted to lay off. Mm-hmm. And downsize and resize and Correct. reshuffle. And that's not only super, only supermarket side. Sure. Pe- no, people across the world, they're going to try to sign on people that they already want to sign on. But then companies then create issues for themselves. Mm-hmm. We can get into that further because we know that that's your your area of expertise. expertise. Oh, sure. Yes. But next up, 
completely unrelated actually no because everything costs dollars and i feel like if it was a bad you can later so last <laughs> night on the interwebs i saw that funk flex had a label he posted himself getting his procedure done on his instagram and niggas was upset like oh nah dying dying play dying g where you want post that will make all you look you get chop up with that nigga being so rough and i was just like but if y'all love women that have had the lipo according to joe button um <laughs> joe button is such a <laughs> it's lipo it's not lipo it's the lipo he's such a cunny <laughs> right so if you appreciate the the new bodies on women, why well, a nigga can't go and get a little nip to a little ab, a little action? Yeah, but then you, if the man fat, mm-hmm. is wait, what are we gonna do? All right, he fat. Mm-hmm. You shaming he cause he fat. He lost some weight, but he ain't lost all he wanted to lose. So he say, you know what I'm gonna do? If it's good for Brenda, body Brenda it on Instagram, it gotta be good for me. So he going to get some lipo and niggas was real upset. So my thing is, what, what was, was he posting it for promo? Was he getting I surgery think pro- fee? Free? I don't, then you receive a service mm-hmm. that you are appreciative of. You post it. Maybe there's, a, maybe, there's a ref, maybe there's a referral program, you never know. It could be. <laughs> you feel like if I go and lay down on junk money table that I ain't going to show them the process? Oh my God, promo codes everywhere. <laughs> that's what, that's what like, pull me, please. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> Listen, from the time I say he did WhatsApp, I can be just tagging. Hi, friends. Hi, come, come, come. A lot of you have been asking me <laughs> about my upcoming surgery. Oh, okay. And nobody know a thing. I'm creating an AG just for that. Junk Money Barbie. Or underscore BB for the Barbados. But I thought you would just go in and come back and say, you know what? I, I, I want one to know. I, I, exercise. I want one to know this asset, man. I buy it. You can't wait to see a new body. <laughs> get, Ain't no mugs on this here new body. body. <laughs> Telling you. Come to me. Tell, I will. I will re-uphold streets of the host. It didn't say which one, but it meant this temple, the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Gonna refurbish it inside and out. But yes, how do you feel about men getting lipo? Me? Yeah. I don't care. I feel like if you want to look good, like you look good. You I... were going to man that, that I label. You know me type. So... <laughs> 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 Let me just move on. <laughs> she like to wash it? Wash it, well. She like niggas. Bo-nee. We're moving on. I understand, friend. I understand. Never mind. Never mind. You. You would get label? <laughs> if I get I don't know if it will post it. Mm. But you're a gym body bear already. It's true, but you know, as, as a human, you still see things that you just want to work on. I mean, you see gym niggas in the gym and then pushing in there. But that must be weak. That must just be keeping that must be weak. But you know, sometimes you see yourself, you say, you know, you work. No, there's mm. things that you will still like to yeah. improve upon and that sort of thing. So, I understand. So, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Them, them niggas are only keeping noise for no reason. Because, like I said about men, that's going to get pecs, putting, abs, putting. Please. Can you use a body cutting and get like one here? Alle- allegedly, Drake got some and he's the baddest bitch of <laughs> you know, I'm telling you. Champagne poppy. And the P is for perfect. <laughs> he did what? Got a nip tuck. That's right. But I. I... You can't do the man at that. That get, get like one. Suppose you know. 
mean? If I don't know, I will ask you who do it. Yeah, how you gonna know that he get done? He might tell me. You no know, niggas like to talk. <laughs> Once you listen, let a nigga lay in your lap and just play with he. He play with he can start talking about everything. Everything. <laughs> hey, remember my mother? <laughs> <laughs> And she told me the room, and it's just like enough. I feel tough. But when it's when it's one man, that, when it's still one man, that tough. But they mean that it's still tough. So you know you can't complain. Exactly. Hashtag balance. Speak on it. I love a Melandro and his feelings. The best kind. Hug me and shoot people. Wonderful. Anyway. So we're going to get to the meat of the matter and why Nicholas is actually here. Oh. It's time for some rapid fire. <laughs> if you could buy any food right now, what would it be and why? And not the KFC. Um, curbside, yeah. Curbside, no, also curbside. What you would get from curbside? Trap phrase, pork trap phrase. I see somebody post the other day and you retweet it. Um, Me? I think it was you. If I could eat pork trap phrase and look good. I got oh, abs. It was, it was not pork trap phrase. It was loaded phrase. Loaded phrase. Bubbles. bubbles. Six and one and a half a dozen next. But yeah, yeah, right. yeah. All the same. All the same. Grease calories. You know, if I could eat everything and look good, I would do it. Please, I would be a loaded friend. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you a morning or a night person? Night, definitely. What's the one thing you wish you didn't do? That is... Um, able to be published Publish on, the on air yes on the interwebs mm. let some people into my life that shouldn't be in my life Agreed. where would you go if you were invisible where would I Beyonce's mansion <laughs> you, know, you know what you can see you like you know that gift of Portia when she's be touching the thing that she's, doing, she's dancing that can be you just right here look at this everything <laughs> Okay, what is your pet peeve? People that tell lies. Yes. Sub or dumb? Dumb. <laughs> if you owned a yacht, what would you call it? Blavies. <laughs> you call your dog named Blavie already? <laughs> That's true. You can't do Sir that. with me. Uh, sounds good, right? Sir with me. What are you addicted to? What am I addicted to? Probably going to gym. Ass or titties? Titties. Spitting or no spitting? Oh, no. oh. disgusting. No, no spitting. No. No. You're looking at me like I didn't say. Mm -mm. <laughs> I, I know I know getting to sucking tools, so you know maybe it's maybe it's a it's like a um a progression kind of thing. Wow. I would rather you spit him in my mouth than you suck oh, my tools. No, that ain't my ministry. Oh, okay. that <laughs> to which one? <laughs> All right, they know this rapid fire. Pamela, you don't let these niggas suck your toes? The girl look good. The can't she be got pretty feet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you listen. <laughs> Please, no, no. Mm -mm. You spit. I I need to hold a masterclass <laughs> before you spit. Because y'all think that it's be like a... Oh, like Greco. Yeah, and you and you flinging it out the side of the car. You. I have seen videos online. I I I don't. I I. Mm. It's delicate. Mm. Yeah. That is. If I'm fucking you already, I got COVID. What you mean? <laughs> you mean you can't be spit? You take the COVID and be like, all right, them having sex and the kissing and the breathing in one another face, but she ain't spit. So I could I could just I could just start here. 
COVID can be don't have the back of the dangly thing in my throat. I'm like, I just can chill. I can just chill. It just made my business and chill. Mm-mm, that, that's been it. Maybe All right. All Maybe right. try me back in a year. You never know. I, I'm a prayer for you. I used to scare my face at second toes. So. I know. Look at you. Look at what God do it. Halabuja. Anyway, how do you eat your steak? Well done. I know, I know how you feel about that. I don't do... Good night. First of all, my, my stomach is hell good. So I have IBS. So mm-hmm. I can't be eating. My stomach is get upset. This may be... That's damn, what damn you, but that's what you're telling yourself. That's a main thing. That's a main thing. I can't be cutting my food and blood running. That's not blood. That's juice. <laughs> juice or what? The only juice I want is from my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, juice. <laughs> Juice? <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Righteous or ratchet? In between. Duality is a thing. All right, you're right. Use my own tagline on me. Use, use my own tagline on me. But yes. Oh. So today, like I said, we have Nicholas in the studio. Hey, hey. And what we call you, Shrambra? Shrambra. What, what are the HR things? <laughs> Shermab. Same thing. It's Sherm and her mob. And y'all put them together. I call them Shermab. What does that stand for? So Sherm, mm-hmm. which is the Society for Human Resource Management, mm-hmm. um, that is the American accredited body of um, EHR. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the um, UK, mm-hmm. there's CPD, which is Chartered Institute for Professional Development. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in Barbados, we have HERMAB, which is the Human Resources Management Association of Barbados. So you did both of them. So I did. So HERMAB is just an EHR association. Mm-hmm. SHRM is the accreditation, which is, like I said, is the American version. Mm-hmm. So I did SHRM. Mm-hmm. So I'm an accredited EHR professional. Mm-hmm. For some reason, my great colleagues that we're used to work put both of them together and called them SHRMAB. <laughs> they called them SHRMAB. <laughs> and it was muy confusing. For, for reference, we used to work together and then he left me. I did. You, I, you, I was even telling somebody that, um, that uh-huh. you... And, and, and our good friend Kevin just used to like help my day on a daily basis. I'm telling you. Daily, daily basis. You, if I used to still have to be in the office, I definitely would miss For you. For intimacy, Ben in the corner, I know. Foolishness is about and to ensue. I, I <laughs> me and my tea coming to talk some shit. But yes, that's how we became friends. And but no, no, you got to tell them how we became friends. When it first came, first it came, came from, first it came to the white man. <laughs> it came to the white man. Uh-huh. And I was sitting down outside um, my dad manager's office. And you, I saw you trip sitting in the office. <laughs> I don't know if you shut the door. And he was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> he was like, he don't cut. Like, yeah. what are you? <laughs> Bought me out. <laughs> I do. Because Barbados is small, but not so small. Because you was on my Facebook. Right. I, I didn't even know. That's, you see, that's the things I said people that you don't know. Because you was on my Facebook. Just being right. And you was on my Facebook. And it's only like a little after that I realized that you were on my Facebook. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I remember seeing you and you used, obviously, went to Pomeroy. Mm-hmm. So, I was just like, well. well what are you doing here? Well, we don't cook here. We don't cook here. So, <laughs> it was just like, well, how did he get here? And I remember you probably thought I was like, oh, I was a <laughs> so obviously when you start talking I tell you boy I was like wait you hear me and I was like I sure did, sure did. I and sure I was just did. like oh because <laughs> <laughs> I can remember you saying it and then obviously I don't know if you can remember the old office yeah but they had a glass so it looked three glasses and see Joanna was like I don't know you. I don't know. <laughs> you know, Joanna. You <laughs> should just say, "Oh my God, you put me on the spot." <laughs> but yes, that was the start of oh, our friendship. Like about what four or five 
five-ish years. Okay, that was a about, yeah, because I started at the Wake Man in 2015. So yeah, yeah five, five so years. roughly five years. Yeah. So I was going to ask you to tell us a bit about yourself, but you did already. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you came to the Wake Man, you were not in HR. Mm-hmm. So tell me why you left us and decided to get into HR. All right, so let me let me talk about, um, try, try to make it as short as possible. When I left secondary school, because I went to St. Michael, mm-hmm. um, then I went to Sixth Form at Lodge to do because um, they have a program where they do food and nutrition because mm-hmm. they wanted to be a nutritionist or a chef. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Lodge at Sixth Farm. Um, hoping not offend any Lodge people, but it was a waste of my time. Understood. So I left there and then I went to Pomerang where they did two years where I did my associate's degree in culinary arts. Mm-hmm. And then along with that... You learned things at Pomerang? I did. I did. Honestly, it's a very good program. People think that you only cook, but you do like you do HR, you do uh, management, you do science, political science, you do like a whole set of things. Day. Yeah. Okay. So, so people think that you just go there you cook mm-hmm. obviously the bulk of like, yeah I met Brian <laughs> so like 60 to 70% of your program is cooking mm-hmm. but then the other part of it is other things that you being do being a human yeah exactly understood mm-hmm. so well, whilst I was there I was like I ain't too sure this for me because once again no offense thanks to anyone in the industry but you just get paid pennies and peanuts um, especially for the work that you, that you have to do on your feet all day all, and then people are very disrespectful because they worked in the industry aside from being in Pomeroon for a year mm-hmm. um, at different hotels and stuff across the island and just like the way that people spoke to you again guests and that sort of stuff it was it was like, if you were just like back on the planet yeah. yeah the help literally mm-hmm. um, so it was like, a lot of work for little reward and little pay and not much recognition well, so you then, got mope on you you as, curse people so it was like this thing for me <laughs> I, I can remember the last place that I worked mm-hmm. um the, the HR manager was like, that my pants is too tight, that this is not on brand. And I'm like, but, but sweets, they want to look good. Like, the pants ain't even that tight. Understood. You know what I'm saying? You see how we, everything is just coming back in. Because like, why? What my pants got to do? my pants got to do with this? So, long and short of it, when my last year at Pomerang, like I said, I finished Pomerang, um, HR was one of the courses that I did and it interested me and then after I worked in the industry for a year after leaving Pomerang I was like I don't think this is for me so then I went to UE when mm-hmm. I went to UE I did political science um, once again this was like pressures from my family and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff um, it wasn't for me it was horrible it was so bad that one of my lecturers told me I don't think that this is for you you need to get with this program Ooh. So then I... But we appreciate those people. We appreciate those people because to be honest with you, because... Um, you didn't like it? Didn't I didn't like it. Didn't I was like doing it. horrible. So mm-hmm. then um, showed it to Dr. Broom. Dr. Broom was like, this is not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I looked at the different programs they had. Mm-hmm. Um, HR seemed interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was So it wasn't a case that I was in secondary school. It was like, oh, I want to go into HR. Yeah. Um, HR seemed interesting. I did the program and it just all came together. It was something that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And then after I finished my degree, I like, literally, I finished, I did my exam, like, let's say the Friday, and then I started an internship um, at one of the conglomerates in Barbados mm-hmm. the following Monday. Um, and I am fortunate for that because I know people, I know people that studied HR before, before and after me, mm-hmm. and they have so never, they have never worked in HR. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Unfortunately, um, some people actually have opened their um their own businesses and that sort of stuff because mm-hmm. they ain't had a choice. Um, <clears throat> so I I don't um underestimate or underappreciate how privileged I am that I yeah. actually got into a field that I actually like. So that's how I got into it. And then it. you came to work for the white man. Then I came and worked for the white man. Um, it was not in core HR; it was in management consulting. But then because they were looking for someone that was pretty young, so that they could pay peanuts to the person. Why would you do that for the white man? You know that. 
God, we are so grateful. So gr- <laughs> for any of you who listen to that, I am so grateful for the Montes, the Mulianis. Thank you so much. But what you were saying, to, you, you may say it got beat, say B, it was actually a great experience because it was well rounded. Because even though HR was my background, I mm-hmm. got to learn a lot of different stuff. Just like a lot of different management consulting mm-hmm. stuff. And then from there, I left. And no, I'm working for another white man. Another white man, but another white man that appreciates you a bit more. Really? They do. You know, they have their faults. I they won't say no. But they they they, they have openings. <laughs> no, I didn't you know what they're saying when they got openings. But yes. So yeah, so um so no I'm at another white man. I've been for about two and a half years now. And um, I've enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. So I actually went into court HR, left court HR, and now I'm actually backing management, management consulting, consulting again. A bit of both, because I feel like HR is telling niggas how to behave. Exactly. And you do that because All, managers it, can't behave. And so that's basically what we do with our consult. clients. That's yeah, tell them yeah. how to behave. It's honestly six and one and a half, it doesn't mean next, because people answer. It's, it's bit, usually yeah. HR. Yeah, yep. people, people is the hardest mm-hmm. thing to manage mm-hmm. in a business. And people think it's the fun, but um, it's a lot of work. Yeah. I was just about to ask, what are misconceptions you think people have about the profession? Because I think that, even for me, mm-hmm. sometimes I just associate HR with... Planning parties... That's so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. pushing pushing people. Wow. <laughs> Interviewing people. <laughs> Interviewing people. Um, about enough people in the skirt will tell you. Yes. I'm counting my sit days <laughs> to make sure that I ain't cat on the funny company. Uh, to be honest, that is a part of HR. Mm-hmm. But where it is moving to in the future, mm-hmm. um, we have to become strategic because obviously the world is changing, the workforce is changing, technology Especially is coming Especially because I'm Hispanic. <laughs> and I actually am glad that you brought that up. So as a classic example, using Barbados as an example, but it's a case across the entire world. Um, employers in Barbados don't like their, their employees to be working from home. Ooh. Many, many, Ooh. many organizations did not if have a I work. Can't see <laughs> you, you ain't doing nothing. And and, and some people and some people just saying oh, they don't be doing nothing. At actually, work. At work. So there's a thing that presenteeism is actually worse than absenteeism. Mm-hmm. Cause because I'm saying I'm at work and you could see me, that don't mean I could be there doing To be I, honest, I, there were times where I came to work and I had nothing to, to do. do. But you know because I used exactly. to be saying no right beside you talking of heat. A shite. <laughs> I same, same. But, and that was part of the reason why I left the old weight, man, because um there wasn't things to keep me engaged. So you could be saying oh, at work, you manage could see you. And I don't mean they that you feel don't, good. They feel good and that they can look close. Then obviously you're under and like I said, there's not a problem with Barbados alone, it's across the world at large. People could think that, you know, I could see my employees or and you know, I could walk on my office and they could see you. like that don't mean nothing. I've been doing a little bit of reading and a bit of Googling mm-hmm. and I've actually seen some <laughs> articles coming out saying that productivity actually, if not increased, mm-hmm. it is more or less the same with having employees work from home mm-hmm. but it's kind of like a psychological thing too mm-hmm. because um in the article it was speaking about how people are working from home and they're actually giving more of their time mm-hmm. so as to not make employers feel like them just home chilling, chilling. and then for people who have to like log work hours and you get paid overtime mm-hmm. let's say you work 12 hours a day you really did put in that 12 hours mm-hmm. but because you know that it might be a vibe or whatever you can only log like nine Excuse me, nine and a half. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's true. I mean, you say you got to be also there are companies in North America that they have like tracking software on your computer. No, you mean North America, you mean in the Barbados? Let me tell you, if my really? finger, if my finger, because I remember when we, when we first started working from home, T 
Teams was now introduced. Mm-hmm. So we went from Skype to Teams. Mm-hmm. And I could literally pretend hypothetically <laughs> that if I left my computer alone for like a good two hours, mm-hmm. my Teams would still show that I am online. Mm-hmm. And when I if I turn off my laptop and I turn it back on, then that was one of the first programs to start. Mm-hmm. It would start automatically. And then I realized about like three months when I was oh wait, these bitches not coming back in the office. Then all of a sudden it stopped starting on startup. Mm-hmm. You had to go on open and make it open. Allegedly, this was so the computer can do it faster. Oh, please, please, so then it, it started with that. And then I realized um, you couldn't you couldn't change something. Like one thing you could like appear away or something that like you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Or you could have changed how long it took for your um your status to change to aware or mm-hmm. inactive or something like that. But then that I know you know for them, because even when it was there, we made Skype. They we had Skype for business and Skype yeah, for business. You could have fiddled with Skype. True. That you could but True. no with this one you can't it's locked by admin. So now I realized the other day that there are times where I would be sitting on the computer doing work but I don't have teams or Open, mm-hmm. and teams would register that I'm inactive and I'd be looking at the yellow bubble like you see me <laughs> I see you we both here looking at one another like, and this time like all I do is I lift my fingers up off the, the, and, the thing, and they're going to put it on the most inactive yeah. she is not there I've been actually responding so, so that, to so that's, people yeah, so that's actually go software like that but they're actually so that's software one set of software and then there's others that actually monitor your keystrokes and actually record your keystrokes so then so it's I can't be out here texting my man nasty things mm, on my keyboard pump on whatsapp web no so for instance it would like every single thing that you type on your laptop it would track it and then it would send a log file to the employer um, there's different that our software organizations is. that that manage it for um, employers, and it will send them. So, if, say for instance, they're tracking your computer, and it will pull you out the programs you maintain. Everything, everything, everything. They will get a call from HR telling you, "Well, they ain't supposed to be using the company laptop for that sort of thing." And that was thirty minutes Bitch. that, and that was thirty minutes that you clocked that you wasn't doing company work. So, we can go dot you pay for thirty minutes. You don't pay me enough to dot my pay for thirty so. minutes. That is bizarre. So, so Isn't yeah, that so a breach of privacy so the like thing about it but, but that's that, so, so, <laughs> so the thing about it is that it's very funny when you are using company issued um paraphernalia for lack of a better word mm-hmm. is there is there um is there is there property yeah stuff. but so but then it's still, me. it's still you but you're using the company's tools to do the company's work so then if technically you're not doing the company's work on the company's time then it really is not a breach per se. No, if it was on your person, you were using your, let me say for instance, you were a contractor mm-hmm. and you were using your personal com- computer to do the but company's work. But they had their like VPN and stuff right. like that and then they track it then that, that, would be that could be an issue. So. We hear that person? Yeah. All right. <clears throat> but also while you are here, that was very interesting. I need to get a laptop of my own um, stemming from that. But I've been perusing the timeline. Mm-hmm. Niggas is unemployed. Mm-hmm. Several. Mm-hmm. I also know that niggas don't know how to put together CVs properly. They don't. Yes, and that's why niggas is still unemployed. Not that because there's yes, they no jobs. Mm-hmm. All right, let me not say that. It's about twenty jobs, but it's about four hundred women. True. And three hundred and ninety five of y'all just be sending out shady CVs. So the other fifteen jobs, the mass rate, right? Yeah. So the other fifteen <laughs> you jobs. Swear. Are, 
But I sometimes his referee white man corner dollar. So what you mean? Sometimes I don't be knowing. I don't be knowing. But I think that they're like the other fifteen jobs out there. If you could polish up yourself a bit, you you too might be able mm-hmm. to receive one. Mm-hmm. So as someone who was on the let's say back end of HR. Mm-hmm. Because you're still in HR now, even mm-hmm. though your title is different. Mm-hmm. But no, when you were a part of the hiring process, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you look for in a CV? All right. So to your point, yes, there are a lot of people that still don't know how to put together a CV. But what I will say is that, yeah, for lack of a better word, they, they trick the system. Mm-hmm. And for instance, you can now hire people to do a CV mm-hmm. for you. So, you, you know, you, you should. But then the downside of that, because I look, look at things from a 360 perspective, is that then if you are going to get someone to write a CV for you, when you come and sit down in front of me, you then you need to be able to know, know what is mm-hmm. on the CV. So sometimes people just pay people to do it, get it the day before or whenever, coming or send it in or whatever the case may be, they didn't really peruse it that survey, or they can't even match up on what is on the CV. So the CV might look real good and might make you sound good. And then you come and sit down in front of me, you're talking a roller. You a curse. Shite. Yeah, <laughs> that is embarrassing because mm. I have worked with, oh God, your name escaping me. Leanna, don't cuss me. Doc, you cried. Mm-hmm. Yes. They would have gussied up my CV for me. Mm-hmm. And they don't put nothing on the CV that I don't want there. Mm-hmm. But but, so they, but right, it's not only so that, but, if but they... But if, come... I, if I used to cut up fish, <laughs> right? And they said to them, I want CV. And they had that I was a fish cutter. Mm-hmm. Right? They would say, well, she was a scaler of fishes. Fish. Mm-hmm. Fishes. And make it so real sweet. Exactly. But that's good. But but like I said, you still gotta be able, you still gotta be able to sell yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's one thing that your CV, whether someone is doing it for you or you're doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. So the CV, to your point, we can get to that. The CV is one, one part of the equation. Mm-hmm. So your CV might look good, mm-hmm. but when you come and say no in front of me, you have to be able to sell yourself as an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter, even if you're interviewing for a CEO position, whoever you're sitting on in front of, mm-hmm. you're basically, and also the company is selling themselves to you. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. So I remember if it, a thing that, um, it was my dad, I think it was my dad, my dad or somebody that was smart, had told me years ago, like, whenever I go to an interview, don't just let the interviewer interview me, mm-hmm. also interview them mm-hmm. to see if I want to work there. Mm-hmm. Because... In my my heyday, mm-hmm. before I was employed by the white, mm-hmm. um, I didn't really have questions for HR. Mm-hmm. But now you got you have to. No. You have you, you need so to know you need to, to know where you're going about your work life balance. Tell me about how you compensate people for their time. All of these things that I should have asked back in the back. Correct. That I did not, and I think it would also show the interviewer that you actually care, care. about yourself and you mm-hmm. did some research mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, cause I, I actually like when people. Um, I I'm going to be very honest. If any HR person tells you tells you that they enjoy interviewing, they're telling you lies. Interviewing can be one of the most taxing. You want to talk boring. to niggas all day. You gotta to talk to people all day, and I I, I actually have a, a I don't even want to call her a friend, cause but anyways, a colleague. That's <laughs> what we will call her. Um, a colleague that actually does recruitment every single day, all day. That is her job, and she enjoys it, enjoys it. So it comes only the type of person that you are. But mm-hmm. me personally, I can't sit down in front of you every single day asking you what you like, what mm-hmm. you don't like. Tell me about yourself. What you think yeah. this job is for you? It can become very very tedious, and it's a lot. It takes a lot over out of you. So just to circle back quick. Mm-hmm. Let's say again, you had you had to interview me for a fish cutter, <laughs> a fish cutter um job position, mm. and 
I had me and like four other people had the same qualifications. Mm-hmm. What would make one of the CVs stand out mm-hmm. for you? Is it like color? Is it construction? Because I know that CVs get real fancy mm-hmm. these days. So like, if you had five people that all had roughly the same qualifications, but you could only choose one, mm-hmm. what would would be something that would make them stand out? All right, so first of all, you got to hope that the organization you're applying to is still going through it the old school way. So for instance, that someone is actually looking at them by hand. So mm-hmm. I talked about technology earlier. Mm-hmm. So for instance, a lot of organizations now have HRISs, which is Human Resources Information Systems. Which is annoying. Yeah, which basically when you submit the application, um, it has ATS in it, which is applicant tracking software in it. Mm-hmm. So the software basically reads your CV and pulls different keywords, keywords from mm-hmm. it. Um, if if you sometimes you can slip through the cracks if you do not put the keywords in the CV. Mm-hmm. But let's say for for all intents purposes that the organization is doing the old school way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it by hand. Me personally, I don't look for anything that is pretty or nothing. So mm-hmm. honestly, I just look and see for content. So if I look for your experience, obviously formatting. Um, obviously what um your work experience, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> a joke. Last year, we were um interview we were hiring for this this position, and this young lady same thing. And you know, it had any cover letter in the CV, and the young lady cover letter was talking about she's conscient she's conscientious, she's hardworking, she pays attention to detail, and she works at one of the financial institutions in Barbados. Mm-hmm. And within the actual her CV and her resume were uh was a a a check from the organization that she was working from working at. So she actually sent in her application with a check belonging to the organization because she like, she printed her stuff using the people stationery, and accidentally she put the check within. I'm not making this up. She put the check within um her CV and her 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 cover letter. So when I open the, the document, so how you want to tell people that you conscientious? That that's the point that I'm trying to get. That's the point I'm trying. So when I open thing and it was a, I was look at my associate. I was a X Y Z. I was a um, you you know this chat look familiar? And she was like, no. It was a chat chat or a copy of the chat. He check check. So like I said, it's a financial <laughs> <laughs> institution. <laughs> someone paid for their she- car note. I am I swear to God, someone paid for their car note, and she put the person's check. Cause I don't know how she get. She probably print the stuff. I think I, I swear. And she could have lost her. We could have called her because honestly, I think that's something that she could have. She, she should have lost her job for. And it wasn't a little bit. It was like four thousand dollars. And the person, I don't know if the person was making a down payment on a car or what. And she put the people chat in in the envelope, obviously by accident. So when we called her, and we was like, "Um, is this check mailing in a CV?" Do some people still mail them in, or some people just come and drop them off behind? I'm gonna drop that in your inbox. <laughs> but look at how she. So I'm saying not to say that when were you putting on your CV and your cover letter, that off the bat, she she ain't getting she ain't, she ain't even getting through, she ain't even getting through the door. Like, that is so, so to answer your question, make sure that the formatting is on point. Mm-hmm. Typos, um, spelling errors, that sort of thing that turns off um, some people. I really don't pay too much attention to it. But obviously, if I'm seeing that it's something that's repetitive or something that I'm consecutively seeing, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, no, you really, you really ain't ready and you're taking it seriously. And just obviously, you have to show your work experience and obviously your background, um, how it applies to the position that you're playing for. So to you, you think that a CV could be too long? Um, yeah, so there's a difference between a CV and a resume. So a resume is usually a one-pager to two-pager. Mm-hmm. Uh, a CV, a curriculum vitae, mm-hmm. is the one that's actually more So the more resume detailed. is the short one? The short one, Res- yeah. I thought it was just niggas being fancy. I thought Mm-mm. it was both the same. No, they're two different things. So usually CVs are usually used... Re- or in- 
in normally used within uh, professional um, circuits. So for instance, let me say people that study um, UE professors or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. they do a lot of research and that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. So they literally could have like 30, 40 page CVs and I'm not exaggerating because of all the different My research. My sugars is a fud. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. That's that's my producer's mom. We call her Sugars. And mm-hmm. she, she's a doctor. She's a smart lady. Mm-hmm. She's a PhD of foot. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I saw her CV. I was helping her do something. And she showed me her CV. I said, bitch, this motherfucker When it was working at the white man, we, we, we actually was looking for someone to work on a project with us. And mm-hmm. that's the first time that I had ever seen a 30, 40 page CV. And I was like, Talking about what? Just like I said, it was someone that worked in the medical field and literally uh, all so them got talk about all the things that all the research and data, yeah, yeah, and give yeah. examples. But it's, they, it's long. Who reading that? Not a <laughs> <laughs> very well. Um, right. So you spoke about CV do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. Check your spelling mm-hmm. for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, another thing, the emails. Tell the girls because I mean I will tell them, but but I bet kids. You so, <laughs> So tell the girls about the email addresses. You can't Ladies, be hot, put in pants. You can't be in 2020. That life. In, in 2020, you can't be, you know, Gaza Slims, sweet and fluffy. Yes. You know? You can't do that. You can't, can't, you can't do that. First Pro- name, last, last name. name. If you got to put a number because it's taken, cool, but nothing, you know, 1950, 60, no, nothing. So, you know, yes. straightforward and simple. Please. Please. And Gmail most likely. I don't know. I feel like this might sound real stupid, but I judge people based on their email address. Oh, 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 oh. Like, the other day I was talking to somebody and they sent me an email and it was like, at Carib Surf or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Carib Surf is dead. What about you? What judge me then? Because my professional email address is at live.com. Yeah. Life no more. I, that's my pro- I had that from I like, get Gmail. I switch over my yeah, Gmail. I got like you 40 upgrade. email addresses though. Because I, I got one for like buying things. And I, I know I know for... that you talk about email addresses also social media presence, because this is in the same vein. Mm. Me personally, um like I said, duality is a thing. So yes. so you know, if you are going to have a an active social media presence make sure that you set up your social media so that when people search for you that you you know that you are lost you're lost with yes. you know as, as an HR you professional know, I should not be telling you this but it's know. things that you need to things know you need to, to know. know someone should not type in your you name should. I see you uh, you know, at partner, so you foot up in the air. Are you playing MC Buccaneer? You are you panty showing out? The panty showing out is the problem. Mm-hmm. But this is my thing. I f- and I, I feel like I have this question down here, but we could talk about it, right? What I do outside of where ours ain't got nothing to do with you. And as long as I am not representing the company, Mm -hmm. I don't think that you should really care. Because I know that there are some HR professionals or even just gypsy-ass people Mm -hmm. that just be at work. Mm -hmm. Just want to see what you be doing Mm -hmm. on social media and then want to use that against you while you are at work. And I am just like... "Eh, eh, eh." I, when I'm here, I add, and when I leave, if I want to pat my pussy and call my, my man's name, name, I agree. I should be able to do that. So, so there's the thing about it. So, like I said, I am not your conventional HR person. I, I, I don't, I don't know if it's because I am a millennial or whatever the case may be. I don't 
conform to much norm. So I do agree with you. But then when you say A, you say B. Let's say, for instance, that you're a customer service, service agent. That's why I said, if you're, you're not customer no, right. facing. Um, but even then, so let me say that you're working hours are a profession. And you have to go to clients and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you may be out doing your thing over the weekend. And then, you know, it may end up on Beijing too, but wherever online. Mm-hmm. And then you go to client and then, you know, you know how business is. And like, I see shit that, and that sort of thing. So I guess that's why organizations get that survey because they're, especially for the white man, yeah. they're very protective of their but brand. But funny enough, I have found very recently when I go into workplaces now, because I would have also changed, more or less changed professions. So mm-hmm. now I actually go and meet people. Mm-hmm. They look at me. I'm seeing more people that look like me. So I feel like within the next five-ish years or so, I feel like, you see people like my brother and stuff like that, I don't think that they're going to have to fight the same fights that like I had to fight. Because I remember like, if you if you know me, if you see me in person, I have plenty of piercings. And every time I got a new piercing, a charity white man look at me mm-hmm. like, and 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 and, and, this, and this is a battle that I have had to to fight as a profession because I'm um so I have tattoos, mm-hmm. um and that sort of stuff. And then in my profession, even where we work, no, um at the white man when we work together, I could mm-hmm. actually show my tattoos out uh, where mm-hmm. we work. Um probably there were managers and, and stuff that had um issues with it, but no one actually came and told I me told anything. You anything. Mm-hmm. My then direct report, me and him actually had a conversation, and he told me, you know him, Claudius, Claudius was there, Claudius was there. I ain't got a problem with it. Once you get your work due, and those are your yeah, managers, they can't exactly. appreciate. Um, right, um, no, because it was working in um HR. We actually have a policy where um we have policies that you're not supposed to have visible tattoos. Mm-hmm. So I can't be. A HR supervisor and then I'm going to go and reprimand someone for their tattoos and then but to me like why I, no it to me it doesn't it make, yeah sense. it doesn't make any like, sense it's about um, I actually sat down and talked to my team about it I told them it, made, it doesn't make any sense um uh, but fighting, to yeah, but to yeah, but to your point, I I'm glad that you said that you know that people that look like us are coming. That's what I mean because before I remember when I first switched, HR asked me, so when I go into clients, if I plan to take out my piercings, I said no. She said, "You sure?" I said, "For what? Like I'm going there to do your work." And I think that that type of pushback is kind of no. I'm not telling people to go and do that. Mm-hmm. Because when I do that, I also try to make sure that I does my work. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Right? So it can be, oh, look at you, mm-hmm. looking the way you look, and not mm-hmm. doing work. Mm-hmm. I make sure that I do what is I'm supposed to do. But I think that, you no, know, there are some clients that are very ridiculous. You know but, not, but not only clients, so, so like, employ, it, employees, because not to cut you off, but for instance, a day I went, I went to the office and I wore a short sleeve shirt. The only day I wore a short sleeve shirt in the office, nobody didn't say nothing. My, my manager didn't say anything. And then, like, a few weeks later, um, one of my, one of my staff was like, I see you walking about here. You got tattoos, and you have your tattoos punched show. And I was like, yeah. I had to remember where it was. because yeah, you see my, <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm saying that to say that it's not only clients. It's outside. Yeah, it's, so it's just a cultural thing. It's mm-hmm. just the way that people are, I don't know, the mindset that people have. Colonizers. The colonizers. But to your point, the Gen Z's that coming up, they, they, they don't have... puffs away from yeah. slavery we are, and we just over here fighting, Lord. To make the little, little, Hustling, little coins that we get when the month come. And trying to make the world a slightly better place, slightly. although the, the old people trying to fuck that up for us. But um, yes, so we talked about interview do's and don'ts. Mm-hmm. You could dress professionally. Dress professionally. Um, 
doing so ladies don't I, I know y'all like the eyelashes the, the hair that sort of stuff keep it keep it simple because she knows like far because I, I mean like I have all the lashes in my eye I know you, I know you want to look a sweet girl but you can still look a sweet girl you, can, you know don't, you may give us the no makeup makeup uh, uh, exactly and I know not about makeup but you know look like if I, like how Kim Kardashian she, like people's be like oh she's so beautiful and she don't wear no makeup, makeup I, Okay, exactly. right. So don't give you the blue eyeshadow. Nothing so. The cut crease. So don't give me the, the 13 inch eyelashes. My eyelashes are 13 inches. I'm sorry. I'm going to come and blow you away with them. But what I will say is if you're going to do that, because using myself as an example, normally go to interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, if I say if I'm interviewing for a position, let's just say hypothetically I wanted to leave where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hide my tattoos because I am not going to go to an organization that, that has. That does not yeah, want. Yeah, because... I am so secure in who I am now, woman, mm-hmm. and who I am as a professional. I don't want to bring to an organization. Exactly. So, Speak on it. So if you don't want me and I can bring add value to your organization and you don't want me with my tattoos, then like... matter for you. Go and get a clean skin body that could do the work why, like half as much. What you work. need to be here for? Because it, it, exactly. it can be uncomfortable. So so with that being said, if you know that that is you, if you want to wear your eyelashes and you want to come in with you big here, just know that there's a possibility that you may not unfortunately. get... Unfortunately. You may I not get a job. I agree with that. All right, so we spoke about that. Shooting your shots in the context of work, <laughs> which is applying for jobs that you know that you ain't got no business applying for, or mm-hmm. not necessarily qualified for. Is this a good strategy or not? Because white men usually do it. Mm-hmm. But white men have privilege. Because they're white. They're white. Right. They're caucus. Agreed. But, no. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do I, how do I want to explain this? Should you apply for a job that you don't think that you... Because, all right. I, I will say yes. And this way I will say yes. Because right, I would see some jobs mm-hmm. that people would send me and be like, you should apply for this. Mm-hmm. And if they're asking for 10 things, I feel like I got seven. Mm-hmm. And I would not apply for it because they're like, well, I don't meet it. And this time a nigga, even mm-hmm. not a white man, I just feel like niggas But man, you had this discussion audacity. before. You no, know, you're shooting yourself in your own foot. And this way we we'll say Three and a half. And them like, yell at me here <laughs> in all my splendor and glory. Like our um, good minister, I ain't know nothing about finance. Oh. I'm learning on the job. I too wish I could have that type of audacity. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you should apply. And this way, say yes. Um, in every job that you do, you have transferable skills. Mm-hmm. So say, for instance, my background is HR. Let's say one day I want to go on and be the CEO of QEH or wherever, just mm-hmm. as an example. Because my background has always been in HR does not mean that I have not picked up things along the way that will mm-hmm. help me be able to lead. You might not know nothing about medicine, but you can get people together. Exactly. And that's the whole point. At the whole purpose. So you need to look and see what the job is. Mm-hmm. Look and see what you have done in the in the past, and then see how you can apply that to what your the job is, and then obviously put that on the paper. So, but I know, as you said earlier, it's like a community. So you have your other Shram Bram friends, <laughs> Shermap, Shermap friends. Mm-hmm. Y'all talk about people, right? I don't know if we talk about people. A bitch always standing in situations <laughs> that she got no business applying for this job. <laughs> Y'all don't have none of that because I there's also like a fair amount. Like if we're being honest, it's mm-hmm. like seventeen and y'all that's were in Barbados, mm-hmm. like real HR, not mm-hmm. HR at the, the company, like a real real HR mm-hmm. professional. You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? 
And I feel like y'all are friends. And if I, especially for like recruiters and stuff like that, who would do it on behalf of other companies, you don't really want to be seeing Olivia name coming in six to you six and seven times. And it's just like, bitch, last week, it's true. you apply for tax. This week, you apply for you finance. Tomorrow, <laughs> you coming in here telling me that you want to be head chef. Mm-hmm. Niece. So you got a point. So so what you will see today is have some pride. So if you see <laughs> have some pride. So if you see if you see that you apply I I would say two times at max. If you mm-hmm. see that you apply twice and you get through, mm-hmm. um maybe is is that's a sign to, to give it up. But what I will say is that I know people that have applied to places and they've gotten through, even if they haven't gotten the job, mm-hmm. but they got an interview on the third or fourth time of applying. Mm-hmm. Um but to your point. You can come across as desperate if you keep applying. Um, Especially uh, yeah. through, like, agencies. Mm-hmm. Like, I will feel... Mm-hmm. Like, girlfriend, if you talk to me once, just keep my CV and mm-hmm. call me if you see something. Uh, uh, on the flip side, it doesn't look good. Because, um, like, like I said, like, like at Things 360, it doesn't look good when organizations are always posting jobs, the same job in the oh, newspaper. So, oh, like, so every, three, as well. every three months, you see, three to six months, you see them posting, posting the same job. But that's it's also like, another question that you can ask people in an interview. What is your turnover mm-hmm. rate like? Mm-hmm. They will probably <laughs> like... You see you got your head on. You, telling you, you, got, you, she's, you got your head on. Telling you, you just don't be a kid. Niggas be trying to knock it off, but <laughs> <laughs> she stays here. I'm telling you, they went to Matthew Knowles School of um, Business. Te- listen, I really feel you understand me. They do. You understand me. We see me. each other. We see each, we see each other. other. <laughs> right? <laughs> and I really wish that people grew up in the Destiny's Child era. I had a be- uh, an appreciation for Beyonce Giselle Knowles before she became Mrs. Carter. It's true. Because before she freed and liberated mm. herself from mm. her father, no, it was a the liberation bondage. that was necessary. But Ebo bought that bitch. Mm. He knew what he was doing, you know. I just as an aside, um, I don't trust anyone that doesn't like Beyonce. We don't. Whether you're a male, female, if you Cat, identify dog. as not binary, whatever you identify you as. Be, a bag of tea. I don't care if you don't if you don't like you Beyonce. You don't have to like her music. music you just have to have an appreciation for her and what she does and the hard work. You because, can't be in my life. I'm sorry. Because I mean, Matthew. No- I know she has blue even managing her like I'm telling you. But like again, no, if you went to the Matthew Knowles School of Business, mm-hmm. what you said earlier about making sure that your social media presence is, you know, it has duality, but it mm-hmm. reaches a bit of ratchet mm-hmm. is who you are, but then niggas still can't find you. Mm-hmm. If you went to that school, you won't have no problem it's about true. it. Because let me tell you something. You heard it here first. Y'all don't know what I don't want you to know. So you might think that you know, but you will know. Because if you know, I wanted you to know. You see the whole Beyonce didn't tell us the reasons for Solange busting Jay-Z ass. We all had to assume and we only knew through music. It's true. When she told us. Beyonce told us she had children when she said, hi, I am with Mm, child. child. It's true. That's right, but there ain't nothing that we know about that lady unless she wants Ibubo. us to know, and that gems for free. So, just... so I, I to your point, uh, bring it all home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
whatever you post online, whether it is is ratchet, professional, it, you guys have probably heard this before. You know that it's there to stay. So you need to know that when you put something up, it's not, yeah, screenshots last forever. So you might got people on your social media and, you know, they might be your good friends and somebody, you know, screenshot is, ha, 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 this is real funny. I sent it to somebody else and Barbados is like as big as a pebble. Let me tell you something. So, I have seen it in my own tweets <laughs> in my family chat already, but when my name, when my name cut off and I was like, ha, ha, you that body real foolish. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> 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 Who's that? Ha, ha. So That funny. shit happened to me when it was at the white man and that, is why I am careful of what I put on the social media. Listen medias. to me. The other day, I was in a room sitting down with an intern, and this girl came in and she asked me, Sam, about my podcast. I said, We don't know. She said, Your podcast? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Blinking ferociously. And at first, she didn't get it. She said, Yeah, but you something. And the intern was like, You have a podcast? <laughs> no, 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 no. No. No, 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 no. No, no. No. We don't know her. No. No. Mm-mm. If you happen upon it, Sure. Mm-hmm. However, comma. Mm-hmm. It's not nothing that I'm going to be advertising for mm-hmm. you to go and listen to. Especially in Barbie. Any white man. Any especially in Barbie. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Listen, like, ladies, like, see it. So many people that's got OnlyFans uh, during the night and then you go and work night of first journey day. If I could get me an OnlyFans at all. If I could get an OnlyFans and eat cake and make money, I would do it. I would show my booty <laughs> That's it. Five dollars. I make it wink at you for the morning. <laughs> but, but I can't. But I can't, <laughs> but I can't do that. <laughs> you can't imagine that I got only fans. <laughs> With my bossy winking at people and then they want to come in. A, a, I'm conscientious. Major, if you somebody pull up a picture, so um. So, but well, uh, as you can see here, look Ms. at how no, they, Miss No, tell us about um, so your only you presence. So you can see the light, how the light bounces <laughs> off of um, the materials. That is attention to details. <laughs> tell you, give the niggas what they wanted. But yes, before you get sidetracked, um, mm-hmm. last thing, tell me something mm-hmm. fun, like a fun story from an interview that you would have. Like, you could not believe that the person coming to you. Tell me that, and then. What is the most outrageous email address you got a CV from? All right. So there are actually two funny stories and both occurred last year. Mm -hmm. So... There's not chat girl? Huh? The one you just talked about with the girl that sent people chat? No, there's another one. Interesting things in HR, never a dull moment. Mm -hmm. So um, I was the only male on my team. And, uh, you know, I'm I'm a pretty nice person, I like to think. So there was this one lady (laughs) that was applying to the organization for many years, to your point. Mm -hmm. So I looked at the lady's CV and I was like, you know what, she's qualified. Wait, wait, you know, let's call her in in and let's interview her. I'm sure the story we called her in, um, my associate told me the lady's there. I said, okay, no problem. Um, the receptionist usually tells us that, you know, that the person is out there. So once again, like I said, I have tattoos, so I, I don't, you know, I can't look down on people that have tattoos. But when I walked out to the lady, the lady had two crosses in the middle of her eyebrows. Huh? <laughs> two crosses intertwined in the middle of her eyebrows. Oh, Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> it was, and it was so right. comfortable. So, 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 see me trying to keep my face straight. So it was like, hi. Good. So, she can put in a little concealer. Fenty gave us concealer for that. I don't think that she was. 
You know what you say? She did what you say. She came and she was. God would not judge, so why would you? I bet you she had only God can judge me. So here. I was so confused. So me so see me and my associates saying on the interview, just like trying to keep our faces straight. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot. So like I said, once again, duality is a thing. Mm-hmm. But you need to know man out here. You can't come and work for the white man. So the interview went well, apparently. No, it did not. She was not all the way there. Let's just put it that way. You mean? She was what? She wasn't all the way there. Oh. She wasn't all the way there. She came to us inebriated or just generally the elevator stopped short? The elevator didn't go all the way up. Mm. It, it stopped in the chat. It stopped, yeah. It it, it, it didn't go all the so way up. So how she get qualified? Honestly, I... um. Taking it back and being a bit serious, I'm, once again, I'm making assumptions. I don't know. But let's. I don't know if it's a case that she had a mental episode or whatever the case was because she she used to work at a previous white man Mm -hmm. and then she had a break in her employment history Mm -hmm. so that is actually why um that was a cause of concern for the the person that actually held my role before me Mm -hmm. so that's why the lady actually never gave her a chance like i said i being new i like to give people opportunities Uh, But obviously, if you see somebody with a break in employment, then duh, niggas ain't had a job. Mm-hmm. If you want to know when niggas ain't had a But the thing, I caught her, but, right, but the thing about it is that even though she had a break in employment, she actually continued her studies. So she like pursued oh. certifications and that sort of stuff. Can I bring Exactly. So that's, so looking at her CV, she, she looked, like, mm-hmm. so once again, tying it back into all we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. she looked up on paper. Mm-hmm. But then when the lady came in, first of all, you two crosses in the middle she fired. I was like, Okay. okay. And then having a conversation with her, we were asking her questions and she was like giving one-liners. She was nervous. She was looking through the window. Oh. It was just, it was... It was she wasn't ready. She, she wasn't ready for the she video. She wasn't ready. Like, and that's one. And then quickly, another another one was, um, I had an interview with this young lady. She seemed to want to come and work for the white man for a while. Mm-hmm. And... She was she was nervous. You could tell she was nervous. And then midway in between her, we asked her a question because usually the whole first interviews go mm-hmm. is that it's usually with the HR person and a manager. Mm-hmm. So he asked her a question, and then the manager was asking her a follow up question. All of a sudden, I hear young lady said, ah! and then put she hands. She 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 said her face. She was like, "Can you all like close your eyes?" And just look away from me, like I'm really nervous. <laughs> and you all are staring at me, and like just like just like shut your eyes. I'm not making this. Just like shut your eyes, <laughs> and you know. And let me answer the question. I'm like really really nervous. I was like, Miss, so how you want to come and work for you, man? That's what I'm saying. So I was like, I was I was like, okay, I was like, just take a minute, mm-hmm. take a breath, and just you know, just think about it, mm-hmm. and just just answer the but question. Why people to shut eyes? I swear to God, the girl look at me. I Two think- big men. <laughs> and tell me, shut your eyes. And shut, no, no, first she said, look away. And then she said, shut, shut your eyes and look away. And, you know. She probably was ready to scam that sh- whole bit. <laughs> <of it>. Just <laughs> lift, the, lift the TV off the wall. But, but I was so confused. So your point, how oh, you want to come and work for the white man? You you know this job. You have to go and you have to interact. That's another thing. She wanted to be in But she was going to get I don't know. I don't know. So, like I told her, so the the because she obviously she did not get through. So she called back and she answered follow up. I told her honestly, but that's cute. Yeah, 
I told her, honestly, it was very straightforward with her because I, I don't like to bullshit people. I was like, you need to work on your confidence. Mm-hmm. Even me personally, when I go into an interview, it's not true. You're going to be, you're going to be nervous. Because, like, what is yeah, person exact- about to ask? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's how you manage the nerves and how you sell yourself once again mm-hmm. that impresses people. So even though people may be able to you tell that you're nervous, nervous, but you, but you, you, oh, they, you, you push can't tell you, people to shut them away. What, what are you telling you? So let me see you get to a client and the client tell you something that you don't like. Are you getting nervous in a situation where you're going to like freeze up? Tell the client close up. <laughs> the girl had me so confused. That's a bit much. So, to be honest so yeah um, in terms of emails I really haven't seen any emails uh, or just emails in my profession in terms mm-hmm. of when I was working in court HR but I know that people taking it back to you yeah you used to see some emails that like, even though you um doing group projects and that sort of stuff you see those outrageous emails but people still still do those sort of things get a Gmail <laughs> any any advice you have for the girlies for the employment, the girl, the girl is so main. Main, listen to you, you podcast. News. Everybody is. A Everybody's girl. a girlie. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> the girls, the girls, the girls. Um, the girls is everyone. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Parting advice. Um, pursue when it comes to in work that you want to do I know it may sound cliche but pursue what it is that you want to do mm-hmm. um, if it is that you can't pursue what it is that you want to do in life the at least next thing is do what you good at uh, do what you good at and then do what you want to do as a side hustle or do it as in terms of if you do volunteer work and that sort of stuff yeah, volunteer and shit we give you pussy for free <laughs> <laughs> Volunteer, but volunteering opens up doors. So that's why saying you do it plenty. So I ain't telling you in, in big twenty twenty. I ain't, vol- I ain't never vo- no, I'm telling ladies. I volunteer ish adjacent, but I did done get money for any white man. That's what I'm telling you. So, but this is this you- is like doing the entrepreneurship thing. Mm-hmm. And I then feel then, like I volunteered my time mm-hmm. for the free. So exactly, so exactly, you was big kids on say right? Mm-hmm. When you first started out, I'm quite sure that it wasn't as booming as it was now. I'm telling you niggas, as, my head knock off. Uh, I don't think it was volunteer work. Exactly, was but so. Build your brand. So yeah, that's that's on the that's, the, that's the whole essence of it. Understood. That's understood. Because funny enough, my day job, I won't say that I like it. I'm mm-hmm. good at it. I have never heard anyone say that they like your day job. If I if I hear somebody, so well, there's all people confused. that I know that love it. Like the, I met a girl and she was like, I always wanted to do this. And How I long has she been doing it? And I like, you know what? She, I thought she didn't give a year, girl. I confused. I've never heard anyone say Honestly, that. Honestly, it's not as bad now because I get to work from the comfort of my clean. Your home. Mm-hmm. That's good. Which I've always wanted. And you're gonna bike bring don't you net? That's true. The- Can we help on the call? <laughs> <laughs> that is worse than- <laughs> them words that I don't want here in twenty twenty one. Hi, do you have a minute? Can we help on a quick call? That and then when you actually log in, God forbid nobody's got training sessions virtually. Them is one table right? turn on your camera. So the last time I had training and I turned on my camera, I had gone to the dentist, so all of my face was swollen and Wait. like half of my face was like drooping down. Were you around yourself? Because I had going to get my mouth fixed. But no, I mean, why you turn on the camera? Because apparently if I didn't turn on the camera, I wasn't going to get my CPD credits. So catch me out there with you looking at the top of my head. I wanted the manager to say, you need to have on your camera so we can see. I was like, you can see the top of my head, my head here, here. Like, if we're being honest and you need the camera on because you want me to sure that I'm here and I'm engaged or whatever. If you can see my forehead, I am here. If you can't see my forehead, then they're gone. No, so, so I had a training session a few weeks ago and the, it was some bullshit tagline. But um, we urge you to turn on your camera so that you can engage with your peers and some sort of shit. And I'm like, wait, wait, my camera needs to be you on You don't want to see it at me? <laughs> you don't come to see it at me? Nothing in here is for you. Sorry. But engagement with your peers, 
a year what more would I want apparently uh, another manager told me apparently that it helps when you are the presenter mm-hmm. because you don't look but I don't talk to these it, niggas but what you will say because I've been hosting a lot of rem- webinars and stuff and you just gotta tell everybody good morning I hate that when you come in everybody come in the room so you on training with like 140 people mm-hmm. and every person in the chat good morning mm-hmm. good morning good morning and the presenter or the host of the training is responding audibly mm-hmm. to all these good morning pop-ups that mm-hmm. in the chat mm-hmm. and it just be late but, but to your point you see the survey um, when you host in a session mm-hmm. and you talking and nobody first of all you can't see nobody and second of all nobody ain't talking about you so it's, it's be kind of like this this concerning that nobody really interacting with you I did it once thing I, mm. I hosted it I spoke to people hang up like now oh Russell <laughs> 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 I gave you the own sound effect that you could put there right so I did that when I was hosting a training session mm-hmm. and I couldn't no, I could see like two or three people because they really wanted to be seen. But I didn't care. Mm-hmm. My camera was off. Mm-hmm. I put it up. I was like, raise your hand if you like this, understand whatever. Mm-hmm. I gave people two minutes. I was like, if you have any questions, let me know. I was like, all right, count from 10. Ain't no questions. All right, good. We moving on. Mm-hmm. I was in and uh, oh. out. <laughs> because you know what? I mm-hmm. have the knowledge. So if you... <laughs> <laughs> if you don't wish to receive it, it's above me now, Lord. <laughs> Just so I feel. <laughs> but yes. So yeah. That is all that you have for other people. So yeah, so so follow your passion, do your like. Once again, duality is a thing. So if you're going to be ratchet online, make sure you clean out your social media uh, presence. Have a righteous social media yeah. and a ratchet social yeah. media. What is a finsta? A finsta. I, I, I hear the youngins got that now. I, I, I may be too old for that. For that. When they first heard about it, that's how I knew that it was getting old. Was yeah, but the thing is, one of my friends who's my age told me about having a finster. And I was just like... I feel like this is too much work. It's not. It is no, not. He, 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 he need it. <laughs> they need it. They need it. I too might get to a point where I might get a finster, to be honest. Because let me tell you, the content and the material... <laughs> It is nice. I understand because, uh, especially, day. especially in my my profession, I just got ran myself. And like I said, I'm not. Yeah. You know me. I'm I not do. the typical HR person. Not so at I just, all. I just got I just got ran myself. In. See, you deserve a finsta. Yeah, you know you what know? your version of finsta is? You WhatsApp stories. <laughs> so is it if you ain't got your number, it's, you can't see it's it. It's true. It's so true. So that's the same concept. It's true. It's true. It's right. true. So like Instagram might get like. The picture yeah, the P, that's yeah. like from the chest. He tries up. up, right? And then, and and then, then WhatsApp stories the, might from get busted. The tarso, yes, the tarso. Yes, the one that have Francis, Francis and them. You gotta call it the girl government. You gonna, you gonna do so much. Fra- Francis. She was like, she was like, Nick. I was like, no, in my in my bed. Nick. And you know what she thought? I was like, no, in my bed, and I was scrolling through Instagram. And I, I said, Nick, <laughs> oh my dear. Olivia's hottest <laughs> photograph. I said, "Oh shoot!" And, <laughs> she caught your pearls. And then, and then, came Kev. Nick, you can't be posting that sort of stuff online. You are a young professional. Not. <laughs> he sure did. Not, not her. <laughs> <laughs> not 
she shorted. Okay. She shorted. She shorted. We're going to have to, I'm going to have to look for something, right? Just to put here about self-awareness. <laughs> but yes, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having and me. importing your knowledge on the people then. Hopefully, hopefully they, you know, because I know usually your stuff is much more like hard and that stuff. So now we got to educate the girl. Mm, got to educate the girl. Everybody's a girl. Yeah, everybody's a girl. And the girls need employment. I'm telling you, they'd be begging for it. So I'm just, I felt like this was necessary. So you could just have a couple of little tips or whatever mm-hmm. that's broken down. Not like somebody's speaking down to you because mm-hmm. you know how we get. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a little more relatable. relatable. Yeah. So, so if you if you want to reach and out, and he's to me. an HR professional, he's thirty adjacent. <laughs> twenty. Thirty. We are all thirty adjacent, right? So he he knows his business and is coming from somebody that gets us. Mm-hmm. Um, what you can do is give me your demi professional email address mm-hmm. so that if the girlies um wish to reach out to you for <laughs> any further guidance we can do that and then also mm-hmm. shout out to DocuCred I think they have a special running but I'm not sure but you can get your CVs gussied up from them Ashe. today's righteous segment is very short it is simply fuck niggas get money This episode was recorded and produced by Robbie by name. Uh, by at from. What do you want me to say? From nameless. At okay. This episode was recorded and produced by Robbie at Nameless Productions. Papi Robbie Niles, the studio. Emmy is season two. Love to see it. That's why I said, Dennis, remember. Yeah, thanks so much. Tell me. Oh my god, my phone, bro. Oh my god, my phone broke. And I didn't know what I want. No, I know what I want. Una Celica phone. This over. What? Supposed to be saying things I didn't want to hear. That he's do that shit to me all the time. <laughs> and that's nigga hair in the outtakes. Yeah. But yeah, what kind of phone is that? A tw- S twenty plus, I think. Come on, make these niggas buy you things. No, I put in it to see how big it is. It's a big bitch. This is what you're saying. What's one? What one is this? S nine. I want oh, one of wow. these, but I don't think. I don't remember this in these videos. I got to show them pictures again. Clearly. Are we ready? Are you ready to record? But he already started recording, so I mean, yeah. welcome me, welcome you. <laughs> Come on, Pam. <laughs> you are. <laughs>